Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Colton and I. Alyssa Smith is my name. We're bringing you the latest in horse racing news for the next half an hour. Sam, it is great to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Liss, and um, we missed you last week. I know. I was a little bit unwell, but I'm back. I'm feeling I much know. better. It's good, good to see your smiling face because it's never the same in studio without you here and all your vibrant energy you bring. Thanks, Sam. Oh, Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Big hugs all around, <laughs> hey? Uh, how's the past week been for you? Because the weekend, you had a winner on the weekend, Sam. Yeah, the weekend actually went well. Like, um, it was pretty hectic, which is good. Um, I rode, uh, had four rides at Doombin in town and a couple of those horses that were paying fairly um, generous odds. Actually, I was talking to Sammy Highland earlier in the week and I tipped him out, uh, Wicked and Loving It, who was paying quite generous odds. I mean, she ran fifth, but for one fleeting moment there, I thought she was going to half run in the first three and I thought, I hope these boys have listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I quickly got in my car and Headed up to Toowoomba and, and had six rides up there and um, it was a winner. So it was a winner there. Bear hug, Bear for, hug. Yeah, for Kevin Kemp. For Kevin Kemp. It's my first winner for uh, Mr. Kemp. He's an absolute gentleman of the industry. Um, so, and obviously a local trainer up there. But by the time I got home and, and got myself into bed, it was near on, you know, quarter to 12 and then um, trying to sleep in when you're, you know, the body clock's like when you're used to getting up at <laughs> stupid o'clock. So I was Sunday morning, I was bouncing around and, um, yeah, back at it again Sunday and, and had another winner on Sunday for Les Ross. So how does that work? Because you race at Doombin in the morning, then Toowoomba in the afternoon. Yeah. How does that work? Because that is a very quick turnaround, including travel time. Yeah, there was there's quite a few jockeys that do the two meetings. Obviously, Toowoomba's a... Um, you know, it's a regular, normally night meeting there. So mm-hmm. what will happen is my manager, um, Cam, shout out to Cam, he does a great job. Um, he will book me for rides. Obviously, my priority is riding in town. Um, and then when the times come out and the race schedule comes out for Saturday at uh, Toowoomba, which is usually the next day, um, it, you know, he sort of has to either accept rides and make sure I can get there with enough time because I was cutting it quite fine um, between getting off my last horse at Doombin and then I pretty much had no shower. I got straight in my car and then drove straight up to Toowoomba. I couldn't ride my horse in the first race, but I'd known that um, a day or two prior. So Cam was able to um, find a replacement rider for that horse. And then I just rode the rest of the meeting as per, but I only got there about 35 minutes before my first ride, which is wow. pretty much touching it or cutting it pretty fine, I should say. So it, it is a bit of a juggling act. Um, but you know, I had a winner, so it made it all worth it. Yeah, you did <laughs> indeed. Bear hug that one, and then Caloundra on Sunday. Yeah, uh, there was a horse I won on there, um, a Shani Explorer. He was actually a horse I was keen to stick with after winning a trial on him at Bow Desert. He I think he's going to be one of these horses, he's probably more a progressive type in terms of he wants to be a 
probably later two-year-old, early three-year-old. He's quite a big horse. He's still very much um, a big baby. He's learning a lot. But he did a really good job to jump from a bit of a widish gate on Sunday and lead the field and sort of you know keep them all at bay up the straight. And obviously, Calandra, there's a lovely big long run in there but there's also a heck of a lot of stuff for young horses to look at and he was having a really good look around um so there were a few nervous moments there for me I just had to make sure his mind was on the job but he did enough to you know get over the line and he got the job done hey how about that uh well you had a great weekend another person who had a great weekend as well though was fellow jockey Angela Jones I'm so excited to talk to Anne she's Obviously, I think, you know, previously we spoke to her, she was still an apprentice and she was making, you know, you know, huge impression mm-hmm. as an apprentice and she's now come out of her time as a senior and it's like she hasn't skipped a beat. And a lot of people can struggle with that transition, but she hasn't. She's taken it all in her stride and she's just the most amazing person, um, you know, lovely to have around in the jocks room and deserves all the success she gets. So to see her you know, get her first black type winner on Saturday was just so awesome. Yeah, she's been flourishing, hasn't she? As, as you mentioned, Sam, we did speak to her when she was an apprentice jockey. Let's bring her in now. And great to speak with you. How are you today? Congratulations on the weekend. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No worries at all. And so what does Friday morning look like for Ange? Obviously, you will no doubt be up at Caloundra uh, later on this evening with me. But do you try and leave a little bit early? Like Alyssa and I have talked about the traffic heading up to the coast. Like obviously, Kyle will be with you. And do you guys try and make a little bit of a day of it? Like go early and maybe go to the beach and just chill out for a bit? Or you just get in the car and zoom up there? No, we well, we try and leave a little bit early because you're always going to get traffic on that Friday afternoon. Um, but we don't really spend the day up there. But we just I think we usually allow like two hours. Um, then you know you you're not stressing when you get more traffic than you think. Um, and sometimes even a little bit more. And then if Kyle has to sweat. He can just do it up there. Um, and I can just sort of sit around the car and do form for Saturday and. Um, usually I've only got a couple, only got a couple um, tonight. But, um, yeah, sometimes you're waiting around a little bit, but I think it's that's better than being stuck in traffic and stressing that you're not going to make your first ride. For the listeners that don't know, uh, Angela's partner is uh, fellow jockey Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Now, we've spoken to you about this relationship before, Ange. How does it go? Is he a good driver? Does he have a decent pa- playlist? No, he's woeful. He's a horrible <laughs> he, he won't tell you that, but he's horrible. He's okay, but he's in traffic. He always thinks he's late when he's he's always early. He's always likes to be more than an hour um, early to races. So he's never in a rush, but he always drives like he's in a rush and he drives like he's in a race. So he's always trying to kick up and he won't let a car in and he's just like always driving competitively. It sounds he like drives it's... insane and he's slamming on the brakes and he's always tailgating and, oh, just I half get a little bit car sick as it is and I just get in the car and might have eaten or I just had a coffee and I'm like, can you please just drive nicely? Like, I will be sick. And he just does it. He's just, no, 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 I couldn't let that guy in. And he's zooming up and he's slamming on the brakes. I might be, I'll look down at my phone for a second to do a little bit of form or something. The next thing I'll just feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> We're not in a rush. You just get me there nicely and safely. This sounds like he's in the wrong industry. Sounds like he should be a race car driver. This doesn't surprise yeah, well, me at all, though. I could just super tell. competitive oh, jockeys. Yeah, like Kyle and Ange, for people that don't know them, like they're like chalk and cheese. So Ange is like an absolute, in my opinion, is an absolute chiller. Like, 
you just are the yin to his yang and he is probably one of the most highly strung people I've ever met at a race course so that doesn't surprise me that he drives like that he's just oh that makes me laugh so much oh. <laughs> and I want to ask you I want to ask you as well have you have you ever said I'll drive this one you take the back seat yeah well he he hates driving and I hate driving too so it's sort of like oh I could drive and then at least I know it'll be nice some but I'm like I don't like driving and I think well he should drive. He should want to drive. And I always say, look, you need practice because you're a terrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you're not in the car, though. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. just that. How does it go with your relationship as well? Because obviously he grew up loving horse racing. And if I've got this right, your family, there was no horse racing really in your family, was there? Yeah, that's right. I sort of just grew up with the horse, just the horse side. And I think he sort of grew up with just the racing side so he knew all the racing and he actually he learnt to ride later you know he could already pretty much read a race before he'd actually gotten on a horse whereas I was opposite I could knew horses back to front but I just had no idea about racing. How have you found the transition and obviously you know you had some really good support from Tony when you were an apprentice and um, that kind of ball has kept rolling it you know you had your first black tight winner for Tony on mm-hmm. Saturday which was fantastic because you did a great job and he was you know really quick to praise you and your good ride from a tricky gate but um how have you found the transition you know from coming out of your time like a lot of people struggle but you seem to have just absolutely you know hit the ground running yeah well so far it's been great um I think you know racing's a lot about momentum and um, so obviously my time was finished, but I still had a good momentum going at the end of my apprenticeship. So we sort of just tried to not change as much as we could. Um, we tried to sort of keep things the same. So I did the same sort of track work. I still do track work every day for Tony. Um, I started doing just gradually like a little bit less. Obviously, I didn't do the groundwork after we finished track work. I'd sort of go home straight after track work and then um, – when Tony sort of wasn't struggling with work riders, I started doing a couple less every morning, but it's sort of just been really gradually. So it's like I'm nearly doing the same. And then so we can just keep that momentum. And I haven't had any sort of halts or anything. So I've been able to, you know, you just sort of keep getting a winner or two a week and you're keeping your name out there. And, and as long as people sort of see you're still riding winners, they're sort of happy to put you on, even though you've lost that claim. What's what's it like riding for Tony? Um, because you've known him for a little while now and, and obviously you win on the weekends or Astro. What's Tony like to work for? Um, he's all right. He's all right. Once you sort of can you figure him out and what what things are important to him and you sort of – I think you, you learn to figure out trainers, what they like generally. Like general, some trainers, you know, they like all their horses, like ridden a little bit quieter. Um and then I feel like Tony's, he's always happy to, if he's sort of not sure, he's more happy to have them written more positively. Um, and by that, I mean closer in the field. So he likes everything to have a little dig out and be sort of there before you let him relax. Um, I think, yeah, once you get to sort of know trainers, then you jump from the gates and you sort of like, you sort of know what they want. Sometimes you get it wrong. But I think sort of the longer you ride for someone, the the sort of the better idea you can get of sort of what they would want. You know, you can see something happening and you'll be like, oh, I want to do that. But then you can think, well, I think I'll get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we can't Um, can't be getting in trouble. (laughs) 
no, no, that's right. So. Yeah, I think you make a valid point, and obviously, you know, Tony is, um, you know, he's our leading leading trainer, so he's, you know, the stable that you want to be involved with, and he's, you know, continued to give you this good support. But in saying that, also, you in turn doing that little bit of extra work than say, you know, your Ryan Maloney's and so Jimmy Ormond and Ben and that, who probably are only in once or twice a week, you get a better understanding of a Tony and how he operates like you said and how he likes his horses ridden which gives you I think a bit of an advantage um, in terms of the longevity of how things are going and also with the horses that you're riding it's a rash draw that you won on Saturday because obviously it was a, a nice to kick that milestone for you um, is he a horse you've had a lot to do with um, behind the scenes um, not really like I don't, I don't ride in track work he's quite a hard going thingy um, one of the Strong riders, Stewie rides him every morning. But I did when he first came to Tony. I did his first um, his trials and jump outs and that. So I knew him well, and I was I was confident. Like he he's such a hard going thing at home, but when he's actually and even going to the gates, he just wants to reef and tear and put his head in the air. But once the gates open, he he's not that bad. He, he sort of gets his head quite high, and he looks like he's pulling, but he's actually quite relaxed because I think he sort of feels like a horse that he he loves it. So once the gates open, he gets into his rhythm and he's, he's actually a beautiful ride. I think you could sort of watch him and you might think, oh, he could be a little bit hard going, you could worry about it. But knowing him just gives you that confidence that he's going to get there and you can relax and you don't have to stress about him wanting to go too hard or whatnot. So it is, it is good to know him. Um, and even just you'd be at track work every day and then you can sort of see him go around. You might not be riding, but walk in with his work writer, Stewie, and can talk about him and sort of get his understanding of him. And, and yeah, so it is, I think it is good being there every day. And like you said, your Jimmy Ormonds and your Ryan Maloney's, they only need to pop in twice a week and do one or two gallops. And like Tony says, that's, they've already made them up. They, that's all they need to do. Um, and he says with me, I'm not there yet. And so I've got to do a lot of, more work to to get the rides I am because I think as it is sort of Tony's still doing me a favor putting me on when I don't have any advantage to those guys like Ryan Maloney and Jimmy Orman um, because I don't have that claim anymore so I think you've got to be doing just a little bit more work um, to sort of be getting what they're getting. Yeah well I think you're definitely on the right track and um, I think anyone who's been watching the races lately can, you know, it's fair to say that you've made a really fantastic impression. And I think personally, your riding's only getting better and better. And you've got a fantastic, cool, calm head on you, which holds you in great stead for the industry when we know it can be very tough. Um, just lastly, what sort of rides have you got this weekend? Um, is there anything there that you can, you know, sort of, you know, tip, well, not tip to the punters, but just um, have for us to watch? Um, well, I've got, I've got this, the country races on Saturday and they're, they're always quite exciting to watch because you have, um, horses come from all over the state. Um, and, and I guess you have a lot of jockeys and bush jockeys that you don't normally ride with. So it's, it's quite an interesting race because you never really know how it's going to pan out. Um, and I think I've got one in both of them, the sprint and the, um, the stayers one, but um, so they're, they're probably what I'm looking forward to because they're just – I guess you don't have those races every Saturday um, and a lot of the races are similar, you know, the horses and the jockeys, but this is the race that you get a whole new bunch of horses and 
and quite a few new jockeys and it's it's a, quite exciting really and just something different so um, Ange, thanks so much for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop. It's been fabulous to speak with you once again, you know, from apprentice now through to fully blown jockey. Congratulations and congratulations on your win on the weekend and all the be- very best with the future as well. It's been great to speak with you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Angela Jones there. We'll be back after this short break with the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop where Sam Collett and I are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, it's going to be a big weekend. Where can we see you riding? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we are up at Caloundra tonight. Uh, we've just got a bit of a quiet night there. Then obviously I'll be at Doombin and potentially Toowoomba again on Saturday and then the sunny coast back at Sunday. But yeah, looking forward to this week in Doombin. We obviously have the Country Cups and the um, Country Stampede final, um, which is always a really exciting race to see those horses that don't normally get their opportunity to race in town. Um, and yeah, also obviously the Tails Stake and the George Moore Stakes. Yeah, we can't wait to see those, that's for sure. And see your riding as well. And just for those uh, around Emerald, the Emerald's uh, non-tab meeting scheduled for last Saturday has been moved after it was abandoned. It's been moved to Sunday, December 10. So that's the replacement race meeting for the abandoned meeting on November 25. So racing, as mentioned, uh, this afternoon, Rockhampton and then Sunshine Coast. There's a night meet there. Tomorrow, Doombin, where we'll see you, Sam. Ackers Park, Gold Coast, Polytrack, Townsville in the country, Barcolden, Gundawindi, Thangle, Mount Isa. Sunshine Coast wraps up the weekend on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State.